0: Hey everybody, it's Austin, and I know this week's episode is a rerun, but I wanted to tell you guys about something really important that's going on with Shy Matheson, who plays Sylvando. He's actually helping raise money for Ukraine. Uh, that is uh, in support of the Red Cross, and I'm going to put some links to it uh, in today's show notes And since BJ is still out of town for work, this should be our last rerun episode before we get some new ones in. But I wanted to record this little bit at the beginning to tell you guys about this great cause. And be sure to check it out. It's happening on Saturday, which is tomorrow if you're listening to this uh, as soon as it goes up. And uh, it seemed like a great time to rerun one of my favorite episodes from 2020, which was all about Sylvando. Seemed seem topical for today. hope you guys really, really enjoy it. This was from April. 2020 when I was still doing daily quarantine casts and COVID had only been around for a brief amount of time and just anyway it's very interesting to me at least to listen to and it's also cool because I actually got to interview Shy Matheson uh, about last year sometime like six months back I guess and so it's cool getting to Uh, talk about him in this episode and it's great to see all of his other work too we talked about that in this episode he's been in chicken police now shout out to all the folks over at chicken police for making this great game Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff including project triangle strategy recently so anyway uh, that's enough out of me for today check out this Uh, in the game for Ukraine is what it's called and you can ask Shy Matheson some questions uh, about Sylvando and Dragon Quest if you'd like with that please enjoy uh, this episode all about how awesome Sylvando is Welcome to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm Sylvando, darling. (laughs) He's BJ. And today we are indeed talking about Sylvando. Woo! He is my favorite character from the entire Dragon Quest series. Not just Dragon Quest XI, but the entire Dragon Quest series. Oh,
1: all of them, really? Yeah, I don't think I realized that. Yeah,
0: I love Sylvando. Um, and so he's my he's got to be my favorite character from the whole series and he is probably honestly my favorite character from maybe any video game ever outside of probably vivi from final fantasy nine
1: wow that is uh, saying a lot
0: yeah like to, i mean to me the two big video game characters uh like ever uh, are Silvando and, and Vivi
1: <laughs> yeah I mean Vivi is right up there I mean I really really like Vivi I mean he was the first video game character to ever really make me cry and uh, I guess I hadn't really thought about Silvando. I don't really think I've ever thought about like who my favorite video game character ever was man
0: yeah it's just Silvando, he he's such a complex character he is hilarious pretty much everything that he does in this game anytime he talked uh, it made me at least smile and giggle a little bit. I think I even yeah. I think I even said, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or on my blog or somewhere that like my, my wife when she was watching me play Dragon Quest 11, like pretty much any time he started like talking you know in a humorous scene, like the two of us would just be like laughing the whole time. like w- the Silvando scenes in Dragon Quest 11 are just definitely highlights for me. Uh, and, uh, you know, my favorite part in the entire game itself has to do with Silvando as well, which we're going to talk about too.
1: his voice acting and all of the scenes like he was one of the few characters that pretty much every time he was speaking, I never or very rarely skipped over what he was saying to speed it up. Even if I'd read the subtitles, most everybody else would get part of a line out and I'd finish and move on a little bit. But Silvando pretty much always got to finish.
0: Yeah, and I, I looked up the voice actor for Silvando because I've been doing that for all of these episodes. And Silvando is actually voiced by a guy named Shy Matheson. Okay. Who has done a l- lot of voice acting for video games, it looks like, but ne- never quite in the capacity of Silvando in terms of just like the amount of voice acting he's done for a game. Right. Um, it looks like most of his credits are like additional voices for video games. And then he's got like a, like a voice acting credit for a kid's show that's on Amazon Prime that I am actually not familiar with.
1: Which amazes me because y'all have gotten some deep into some uh, kid's shows on streaming that I'd never even heard of, like heard other people talking about. So for it and you not to have heard of it, it's like, man, that's a, it's
0: pretty far down the rabbit hole. Amazon shows of any kind, like Amazon Originals, just like we haven't watched any of them, whether they're adult or kids or whatever. Like, none of the Amazon ones really look good to us. And uh, so uh, so we've never watched any Amazon original that I can think of. Like, we're definitely more of like a Netflix, uh, Disney Plus type family. Who My wife and I watch Hulu. Yeah. But yeah, so I was actually surprised, though, just because of just the sheer quality of Silvando's voice acting. I was mm-hmm. amazed uh, to find that... Uh, that this guy, Shy Matheson, did not have more credits to his name than he did. And I'm like, people, producers, hire this guy. He does a fantastic (laughs)
1: job. And that's one of the things that will make me actually get a game or uh, an audiobook or something like that, that if I really like the actor in it like or the narrator, I will go and play a game and pay for it or listen to a book because I want to. To listen to them, mm-hmm. I've listened to entire series before that I didn't think I was going to finish because the narrator did such a good job that I wanted to hear them more. And so I'll do that in video games too. That uh, if there's somebody I know who is a good voice, like I was really excited about um, Bioshock Infinite. And then when I found out who was Booker's voice, I was like, yep, I'm all in like that one. Like I just love, uh, I like following people I like and supporting them. So finding Sylvando in another game will probably make me buy it too.
0: Yeah. And, and Bioshock Infinite, you're talking about Troy Baker. Because yeah, Troy Baker. He's, he's one of my favorite voice actors in video games as well. He voices Joel in uh, The Last of Us. Oh, does he? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I believe he also voiced Snow in Final Fantasy XIII. He
1: did. He fo- he voiced Snow, and Snow was always one of those characters, kind of like Sylvando, that while I didn't care as much about Snow's character, I liked listening to him. And so when I found out that he was an infant, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do this.
0: Yeah, I- I- I'm a big Troy Baker fan as well. And I, ho- I hope I hope Shy Matheson has a- just as an illustrious career as Troy Baker has, because he he deserves it.
1: <laughs> he deserves it, yep.
0: So, Silvando, we were talking about in previous episodes kind of how uh, the person functions within the job system that we did. Right. Um, And Silvando, to me, he's kind of a mixture uh, of two vocations. He's obviously, he's the gadabout class that you see. I mean, he's a jester. He's dressed like a jester. So, he kind of has that gadabout uh, vocation. But he's also a little bit of the luminary thrown in. I'm not talking about the luminary like from eleven. I'm talking about the luminary job class, uh, yeah. like as in like nine and seven and everything.
1: And I've never used them because they never seemed interesting. They came such at such a late time in the games where I never really even bothered with them because I was already set <laughs> set in my ways. And I didn't. I needed that kid to get off my lawn.
0: <laughs> yeah. So luminary, they they're very. Just the the kind of weapons, I guess, that they use uh, reminded me uh, of Sylvando and then some of the skill sets. But, you know, the luminary, it's very much like that kind of rock star, like show off kind of type. Yeah. Right. I would say that in my mind, at least Sylvando, he's more of a he's a luminary mixed with the Gadabout class. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's just kind of my like personal, I guess. Uh, yeah. idea there because i mean i think obviously he's a gadabout because he's dressed like a jester and he has some of the <laughs> right. moves but you know the luminary is usually perceived as this entertainer like rock star and other mm-hmm. dragon quest games which i definitely think goes with Silvando as well
1: yeah with his personality on top of anything else
0: yeah without further ado let's head on over to twitter where we asked people uh what do you love about Silvando? And as usual, uh, we got responses. So we're going to read some of those today. A lot of people kind of went with stuff that we've kind of talked about already today, uh, but some people went with stuff that we still have yet to talk about. Uh, so Jennifer Wood, she said, he always has a positive outlook. He also always does whatever he can to try to, to make things better. Femme Trooper agrees. She said, OMG, his positive attitude and love of being fabulous. The guy is so flamboyant, but also has the biggest heart. He made me laugh so much. Like we were talking about with his voice acting earlier, uh, Daniel Cunningham said, I really enjoyed the whole character arc surrounding his dad. Also his accent. Yeah. His accent is a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. It is absolutely fun. And it's hard to place. It's, but at the same time, it's like, Oh yeah, I get it. I, I, I understand that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lucia, Also said that his story with his father is easily the part that I identify with and bonded with him over. Mm -hmm. Silvando is the purest, most genuinely caring person you can find in Erdrea. Jojo said, my boy with like (laughs) heart, with the heart eyes emoji and like some hearts. Uh, I love how he always seems to drag the best out in people he meets. He's the very reason I absolutely adore jesters now. And then, uh kai said darling i can't do a (laughs) Silvando impression but you get it (laughs) i love when you meet back up with him and he literally has his parade of merry men he literally always makes me smile and then uh, india e said his entire arc with his dad was wonderful another person talking about the arc with the dad love his positive and fabulous attitude and his parade was one of the best and funniest moments of the whole game with giant smiley face there overall in case you couldn't tell from from reading those people seem to really love his personality and silvando has a really really big personality and so his personality
1: is one of those things that you thought i was going to hate silvando I remember starting the game when I started it on Steam, you were like, okay, so have you gotten to this point yet? And I'm like, not yet. Uh, I'm getting there soon. And I know I'm like building up to that. And you're like, okay, so you're going to meet a character and you're either going to absolutely love him or you're absolutely going to hate him. And I don't know which it's going to be. Uh, so let me know when uh, when you meet uh, Silvando. And I was like, okay. So I went through the stuff. I met him and I was like, I love him <laughs> and it was just immediate and you're like, I, th- I expected you to hate him. I expected him to get on your nerves, but like everybody else, Silvando just, I just latched on to uh Silvando's just flamboyancy. It was his flamboyantness. I don't know the, the, the just everything about him. He owned it. Like I like his whole thing.
0: Yeah. My whole thing with Silvando is like, he loves all and all seem to love him, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I remember texting you that because Silvando pretty much from the second he is introduced, Silvando was like my favorite character in the game. Like as soon as as soon as he showed up, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's awesome. <laughs> I yeah. love Silvando." Uh, so yeah, I really I really expected you to be annoyed because sometimes those kind of like loud, humorous characters I know right. can get on your nerves sometimes. Um, which is funny because you're a very loud, humorous character yourself. <laughs> it's true. Like, like we,
1: it's 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 closeted self-loathing, self-loathing going yeah. on.
0: <laughs> that's what it is. So I was I was a little surprised, um, but I mean I'm glad you you've loved Silvando just as much as as me and everybody else. Um, yeah. So his personality, it is a good one. Going on, just jumping ahead here because we were going to talk about you know his, the stuff with his dad. So Silvando. He, oh, spoiler alert, I forgot to do that again. There's spoilers in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, uh,
1: regular listeners are uh, are aware that these are gonna be spoiler casts. And if you're new to listening,
0: sorry. Yeah, we're gonna spoil stuff. So, Silvando, so that's not his his birth name. He was born- no. He was born Norberto Rodrigo, and at his father, that's some of my favorite parts when his father is like Norberto. <laughs> Something. I love his dad his dad is awesome I know and so the whole thing with with his dad is that you know silvando he was raised by the his dad is like this famous you know chivalrous knight who's become this lord uh, in Porto valor and uh-huh. silvando he, he he left that that uh life of you know of knighthood and chivalry and all of this stuff because he right. just wanted to go out and be an entertainer he he literally ran away and joined the circus
1: yeah yep he did and like it's always funny to me when when i hear that like i may have told you this i'm not sure uh when people talk about running away and joining the circus before i was born my parents actually thought about uh joining up with the fair and just traveling around as carnies uh and doing that for a living so i almost was a carny baby like my parents really almost ran away and joined the circus. circus
0: yeah Cool.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, every Carney. time, but every time somebody does that, I'm like, oh, that could have been my life, and I'm really glad it wasn't. But at the same time, it's like, oh, I could have, hmm, I could have been Sylvando.
0: Yeah. So in like an alternate timeline, you are a Carney baby.
1: I was. I was. I'm a Carney baby somewhere out there in the multiverse.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I would like to meet. Carney baby bj sometimes
1: <laughs> that uh if, if there were trading cards and action figures of us that would be one of my variants like, that, that i would have out there like it's the really weird one that people are like why did they even make this action figure it's like they're reaching at this point and it's just Carney baby bj
0: <laughs> that's your all outfit it's like veronica has like the kitty cat suit and
1: yeah it is bj is a Carney baby salvando <laughs> so gets a troubadour and i just get Carney baby <laughs> 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 which which the, is the with, worst one? <laughs> it it absolutely is. It's the teal shirt with the like pink like swish slash over the over the top left uh, breast. Remember that all the carnies wore uh, for the no for the fair.
0: No, I don't remember that at you all. You don't remember that? Oh
1: man, i have got to see if I can find it because it's a very striking, memorable. Uh, all the carnies dressed like this at the uh,
0: Lawrenceburg fair. So we've mentioned this in previous episodes about how I, I'm an old man and how I even said I was born an old man. Yes. Further proof of this is that when I was a kid, I didn't like the fair. I didn't want to go to the fair because number one, my dad was always like, hey, I'll give you the money to go to the fair because, you know, like they let schools out for the fair Mm -hmm. because it was a small town. I feel like they don't do that down here in Florida. Like if they do, I don't know about it, Um, but they would let you out for a day to go to the fair. My dad was like, hey, you know, I'll give you the money to go to the fair or you can keep that money. And in my mind, always went with the money, but also part. (laughs) Part of it too was that like a couple of times when I went to the fair as a kid, I was like, why are all these people being so loud? Those rides don't look safe. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are these people working here so stinky? I don't want to eat this food. <laughs> it looks gross. Yeah, that was me and I was like eight. <laughs>
1: yeah, that that track.
0: <laughs> and so so for me the fair was never a thing I was into. I was I never really went to the fair ever. Like I think I've been to the fair maybe 3 times in my entire life. And, and two of those times it was since I've been married because my wife loved the fair. So we went when we still lived up there. Ah, okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. So just, I don't know, something about county fairs, just not my thing, but anyway, did did not realize. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean,
1: I realized, but I didn't realize as a kid.
0: Yeah. Even as a kid, I was just like, I'll take the money. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, anyway, so Silvando, his dad, um, he eventually, uh, you know, has to go back to Porto Valor. You don't really know what's going on the first time you go to the town because you know you're there because Silvando has a ship and you're going out, you're trying to, you know, get a ship so you can go route out onto the sea. So, you know, something is going on with this. Uh, you know, you need them to open up a gate. is like hiding from this like manservant and you're not yep. really sure what's going on, but Silvando's kind of wacky anyway. So you're like, huh, I'm sure I'll figure this out later.
1: Yeah. And you know, something is up like like it's very obvious that uh, that Sylvando is being uh, being shady for some reason. And uh, it's it's really like I need to know more about this immediately.
0: Yeah. And you eventually find out when, because you have to go back there in act two and you get to meet his dad. And right. ultimately, uh, Silvando and his dad, they reconcile and so Vando, he leaves his little parade of merry men there with his dad and, you know, his dad kind of becomes the leader of these guys yep. and, you know, kind of gives in to like more of his like entertainer slash, right. like, I guess, feminine side puts on this outfit and, you know, does the dance and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of the sweet moment. And I know it's important for a lot of people um, because just, you know, people even like like telling us this kind of stuff. Is that, yeah. you know, a lot of people they see it as like this like metaphor for like coming out to your parents, right? Right. And so it, it's a scene that means a lot to a lot of people. And a lot of people have really latched onto that. And I think that's a really like, if I didn't love Silvando already, like I think that's a very powerful, like moving thing to put into a video game, right?
1: Yeah. And because that's not, you know, that's not my narrative. That's not something that I necessarily even think about when I'm watching or playing a video game. And then when someone explains it to me why it matters to them like that and that that was how they interpreted it, I'm like, it makes me like it even more. It makes me like the developers of this for being able to handle it so well that people can read whatever their story is and what they need to into it and see that metaphor that may you know, go over the heads of someone who's not living, uh, living that or having have has lived it. And so it, it makes me really appreciate the developers of games like this to be able to put that kind of nuance in there.
0: Yeah. And even for people who have just had a falling out with especially their dads, like I remember when we first started the podcast and we talked about how Silvando was like our favorite character from 11 and somebody sent us i think it was i think it was in a dm on twitter i can't remember if it was just like on a comment on twitter or they actually dm'd us talking about how they like had a fallout with their dad and like this kind of like inspired them to like reach out and try to like get back in touch with their dad
1: which is mind-blowing
0: yeah it's really cool that that this game can have that effect on people that this character can have that effect on people
1: yep And that is I mean, that's that's way more important, way more resonant than like Vivi making me cry when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Like that's the kind of emotional impact where it's an actual impact rather than uh, just, you know, empathizing with a character in a game like you do or or a story. It's like that that caused real change that effected change. And it's astonishing to me.
0: Yeah. And it seems like. You know, other people didn't necessarily explain it, but a lot of people, you know, there on Twitter, even this last time, said that that, that whole arc with Silvano and his dad was like their favorite part of the game or the re- big reason why they love Silvando so much. So, uh, So apparently it resonates with a lot of people from all sorts of walks of life and lifestyles. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it really is. We always talk about like how we played these characters in terms of like, you know, their weapons, their fighting styles, things like that. Uh, how did you how did you fight with Silvando? I know we both kept him in our party a lot because we loved him so much. so how yeah. how did you use Silvando? He was basically
1: my uh, go-to spot healer. I kept him in there. I kept him on fight wisely most of the time. and because of that, whenever he would do his normal thing and attack and breathe fire and and just, you know, be Silvando, but whenever somebody got low, he had I can't remember the name of it. He hustle was one dance. Of the first hustle dance with the uh, was the first group heal you get. So I just kept boosting his healing, and uh, like he was just my spot healer for the most point most of the time. Like I didn't have to worry about it and switch him one of the the heavy hitters until different times mm-hmm. until when I really really needed Serena or something.
0: I used to him as kind of like a support class, right? In that uh, you know, he has he has buffs and debuffs, that right? He- that he comes with, as well as hustle dance, which which heals you, and then he also has a lot of uh, of like AOE attacks, right? Veronica does as well, but Silvando, I felt like, especially early in the game, has kind of a better like versatility, I guess is the yeah. is-, is a good word for it. it um, is. and so so I really used him more as like support. And I typically kept him equipped, especially after I learned abilities and stuff like that. I would keep him equipped with like Falcon swords. Yeah. And and have him doing like Falcon slash and stuff like that to get like a bunch of hits in. Um, I used him with knives quite a bit. Never really used him with whips though.
1: Mm -mm. I used whips at the beginning, I think a very short time. And then I just started uh, dual wielding swords. I'm pretty sure I did the same thing you did with Falcon blades as well.
0: Yeah, and I think I think I experimented with whips back when uh, when I played it on the PS4. I believe right. I tried whips on him and Veronica, and just whips never really like I always preferred other things. It's kind of like the claws, like we talked about in a previous mm-hmm. episode. Whips were just another one of those weapons that I never really went with. So for whatever reason, I just I preferred swords or knives. Having him equipped with those.
1: And one thing that's always weird to me, just thinking about those weapons that we click with and we don't, when I first started playing dragon quest eight, the, you know, the first one that I really got into, I loved boomerangs like boomerangs and whips. Both were my jam. I don't know why, like every character who could use one was using it. Like I loved them. And then every other game, I'm like, this doesn't do enough damage. I'm like, I don't like this. Like, use something else this is dumb and it's like i can't bring myself to use them most of the time except for very specific circumstances uh like this with sylvando it's like i try it and it's like ah, no you're gonna grab two swords but uh i i loved them in dragon quest 8
0: yeah well you used them a lot in 11 too you said with eric at least with Boomer oh yeah yeah three. but
1: when i was uh farming metal slimes
0: right it wasn't like throughout the whole game right yeah i i am i'm the same typically i find myself in dragon quest games you using boomerangs like early on like whenever you first get a boomerang usually Mm -hmm. in a dragon quest game it's a pretty good weapon to have because it hits all the enemies even if it doesn't do as much damage and then i feel like as you progress your party and their skills and like your levels and get better weapons boomerangs just kind of fall by the wayside for me usually yeah
1: yeah and it makes me sad because i really like them i like the idea of all of them but just doesn't doesn't stick. They need to the buff boomerangs. Let's start a petition. <laughs> buff
0: boomerangs. Okay, that I'm gonna let that be your fight. <laughs> that's,
1: <laughs> that's, this is this is the hill you're choosing to die on, BJ. <laughs> this is this is where you take your stand.
0: Yeah, I also like how you're just referring to your, you're you're talking to yourself. Now in the I instance. am.
1: I'm having the conversation because I think it's deserving. At this
0: <laughs> All right, so we have plenty more to talk about with Silvando. But this is as good a place as any uh, to bring it to that part of the show we like to call Shameless Self-Promotion.
1: Give us money, darling. I can't do it. It's the worst. That was the worst. <laughs>
0: that, was, that was awful. You, that, that was you, terrible. You, I can't. You killed whatever momentum and like goodwill we had built up. It just, is.
1: Everyone's all, like, nope, F them.
0: It all died. <laughs> all of it. It's more
1: Dragon Quest FM, more like Dragon Quest F
0: them. Oh. Oh, oh That's, man. Oh, yeah. I'd burn on us. Right? That's really sad. <laughs> all right. So, so we do have a Patreon page, and we really love all of our patrons, and if you're interested in checking that out, you can go to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. You can get all sorts of good stuff. You can get stickers. You can choose to tell us what episodes, you topics you would like us to, to have on here. Uh, you can also unlock all episodes of the Daily Quarantine Cast, which is a daily podcast, I guess you, you would call it, that I've been doing on there. It's minisodes there. Usually like between 7 and 15 minutes long, around 10 minutes on average. Uh, Little mini soats where I talk about mostly video games, a lot of Dragon Quest, and other things like books and movies and TV shows and just really whatever I feel like talking about that day. There's a few uh, guests that I have on there from time to time. And some of those episodes are public, by the way, so if you want to check those out, feel free. But if you want to be one of our patrons, then you can uh, check that out by going to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm.
1: And at this point, how many episodes are there uh,
0: up there as of uh, the release of this? So as of the release to this on Friday, uh, that will be day 38. So I'm nearing the 40s now. Yeah, man, I, I, I started it. I started it about three days, like Florida, Florida closed down. Uh, officially, like like when schools and stuff like that started closing down, it uh, was like on a Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing this on either Monday or Tuesday after that because everything had closed down for two weeks. And I was like, cool, I'll just do this for two weeks. And then it got extended for 30 more days. Yep. And so I'm just kind of rolling with it. Um, and, you know, right now I'm planning on doing daily episodes until... Things at least semi return to normal, <laughs> mm-hmm. so who yeah. know, who knows how long we're in for it? Um, I said on a mini sub the other day. I'm starting to feel like the guy in Fallout Three. Uh, I didn't play Fallout Three. I uh, have never
1: been able to get it to work on any of my uh, any of my computers when oh, I've, where I've had it. That's a shame. So, it's a
0: great game, but anyway, yeah. like the, the the guy that talks on the radio. Okay, his name is Three Dog, and he basically just is there, and he's like three dog day 300 of the wasteland <laughs> and then he plays like some like 1950s like music okay yeah
1: yeah i, yeah, I like the radio and all in fallout 4 and new vegas and uh 76 that i've played i always listen to the radio so i don't i just don't know this one
0: so now that we're nearing like day 40 i'm starting to feel a little bit like three dog <laughs> <in> Fallout three <laughs> but i'm just like day 38
1: <laughs> we are uh, just listening and talking and
0: dying. i just don't play 1950s music i just talk about video games usually <laughs>
1: maybe you should maybe you should start ta- playing uh old uh 50s music
0: yeah maybe so huh yeah i'll think i'll think that's about you, it that's
1: your, that could be your thing now
0: <laughs> so getting back to talking about sylvando sylvando uh, we were talking about the Famitsu uh character poll stuff right. uh in episodes, and I've been trying to uh, you know, mention that. Just as a reminder, since I forgot to mention it in those episodes. Eric was number two, Veronica was number four, Serena, who we did last week, unfortunately, was number seven, almost at the seven. very
1: Man.
0: bottom there. Yeah. And then you have Silvando. Silvando, probably unsurprising to you, it was unsurprising to me, was number one. Right. Not surprise, no surprise at all. Number one favorite character, hands down, by a long shot in this poll. Silvando yeah. was number one.
1: I mean, it's because he's so good. I mean, they did such a good job on the character, not even just uh, just as a like gameplay or anything, but he is act- an actual person in this.
0: I, saw I was not surprised to find that Silvando was number one um, on this character poll. And I mean, I agree with it. Silvando would be my number one. Yep. Going into a bit more of the story, I guess, with Silvando, When we first meet him, uh, we find him. He's in the circus. He's juggling. He's putting on this big performance. Uh, and you find him. And he goes along with you to try to help Prince Ferris. Prince Ferris is this cowardly prince. And he's going out into the sands. And he's going to try to like prove his worth, basically. Because he's really a coward. But he likes to put on a show that he's at least brave. So you're going to go slay this like giant scorpion monster thing. I don't remember the name of it. I don't either. You're going to take it out here and you're going to kill it. And Silvando, at first when you meet him, you know, he seems like this goofy, lovable, you know, has kind of has a like it's not quite. We, we mentioned this, I think, in a previous episode where at first it's not quite a Spanish accent. It's not quite like sometimes it's almost a French accent. Sometimes it feels I'm like, this could be Italian, but I'm it's not. Yeah, and sometimes it's almost like you remember those SNL sketches, the Californians?
1: Oh yes. Sometimes they're my, oh.
0: they're my least favorite sketches too, and I, I don't know why they did a million of them, because I didn't find them funny either. But maybe it's because I don't live in California. It's but, true. Maybe
1: people in California love it.
0: But sometimes Silvando's accent reminds me of those Californian accents. Really? Yeah. You might have to go back and watch the Californians SNL stuff. That's
1: a big ask. <laughs> that's but that's but like he, birthday ask. That's yeah. like I need this for my birthday kind <laughs> of thing. I don't know.
0: But I'm not gonna waste my, my birthday on this, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but some of the time I was reminded of that. So it's like to me it's like sometimes it's Spanish, sometimes it's French. I can also see a little bit of Italian in there. And then sometimes it's almost like a it's not even a real Californian accent. It's like a Californian caricature accent.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And so you have all of this into Sylvanda. So it's, it's a little hard to pin down. But when you when you first meet him, you're like, oh, this guy hes kind of funny. You know, he, he's got an interesting way of talking. I think I'm going to like this guy. But then they did a great job of introducing earlier on that there's also some depth to him. He's not just he's not just a punchline. He's not just a joke. You know, he really teaches Prince Ferris and your own party really about chivalry and about doing the mm-hmm. right thing. You know, we don't know at this point that he that his dad is this famous knight and that he was training to be a knight too. So we don't we don't know this about him yet. But right. they, but they do introduce early on that maybe he's got like a past or some connections to like royalty or like something's going on like nobility, something yep. is definitely going on with Silvando. Not too long after that, you also find out he's got a boat. He's got a ship all on his own, which is another kind of flag, I guess, that he's probably like from nobility because yeah. he can afford to have his own ship. Uh, and it, it is, is
1: a fabulous ship.
0: It is. It is ran by, let's be honest here, it's a gimp.
1: <laughs> it is. He, it is run by his gimp.
0: His name is Dave. Dave is
1: straight up like number like three in my favorite things in this game. Like Dave is just perfect. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to talk. I don't even know what else to say other than just like when he's on screen, I'm happy.
0: Yeah. So Dave, he looks like that street tough, the toughy guy, you know, with the bull helmet on, he's got, he's got that mask pulled down, but it's pink instead of the go-to like tan yellow color. But, you know, he's still got all the muscles and everything, and he's still got that kind of, like, gruff voice when he's talking to to Silvando. And he serves as first mate on the ship. That's, like, his technical description. <laughs> that's right. his official description. That, that, that's, his, that's what he is, yeah. Thankfully, this is one thing I do like about the, the new stuff that they packed into 11S, is that you get, he gets to uh, fight alongside of you a bit uh, mm-hmm. in the side content that you get with Silvando. So... Dave is more than just a, well, he's not a pretty face because he's got a mask on, but he's more more than a pretty face. He gets to actually fight with you, you know, for a little while. And so I really, uh, I really liked that about the Silvando section because now we're kind of getting into earlier. I said, you know, my favorite part of this entire game has to do with Silvando. My favorite part in this whole game is the parade. Really, It was such a genuine surprise when I was playing it on the PS4. And I do feel like a part of that gets ruined if you haven't played it before, whenever you're going through the content of 11S, because right. Sobando's whole thing is like picking up these characters and, and why he like found them in the first place. And I really like that part, like, you know, getting to fight with Dave, and yeah. you, know, you even have to cheer up a cow at one point. Um, you to do. Dance for the cow. And so there's stuff like that that I really like in it. It's just I wish they'd put that elsewhere. Like, I know you and I have said multiple times that we wish the whole extra character stuff mm-hmm. was put. Like, after, maybe?
1: Yep. It would make so much more, like, gameplay sense. It interrupts things too badly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So all of that aside, though, the parade is still my favorite. And it was such a just genuine surprise to me whenever I got to that part on the PS4. Because I've been playing Mm. it. And, you know, things are pretty bleak at this point. The, The world has basically been destroyed. It's been consumed by darkness. And pretty bleak there at the beginning with hendrick and with cobblestone and all of that kind right. of stuff and then and you know fighting jasper you're doing all of these things and then you go through the stuff with rab and he he's all scrawny you think he's mm-hmm. dead and you know there's some comical moments there with rab that you know i guess i guess well, that's what we're talking about next week because rab is the next character you meet yep. along the journey so there's all that and then you get to then you get to Silvando and, you know, there's just this fabulous parade going on. Everybody's like literally peacocking mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's a parade float everybody's dancing. It's so happy. They bring you in, in on this, you get to wear the outfit and dance around and lead the parade. And it's just, it's such a goofy moment. And it's also such a cathartic moment, the placement of it, because things have got, have been so serious and, At that point, and then it's just... There's something so cathartic about putting on that outfit and just dancing and going through the parade at that point in the game.
1: And I think it got hyped up to me too much because it is probably my least favorite part of the game entirely. What? Like, I did not enjoy it. I thought it was tedious and uh, the entire thing... Maybe it was because of the side story at the beginning, collecting everybody and uh, doing it, but I truly did not enjoy it like
0: it's like two minutes though
1: i don't. I didn't like it
0: it's like two minutes you see the parade and then you have to walk for like 20 feet for a i don't parade. know i hated
1: it hated that's, it hated so the weird. side story and the uh hated Silvando's side story and the uh the parade part like i just all of it together was uh i was just like nah they like i don't understand why people like this so much Man. i don't know it felt out of place to me like i don't even like the costumes like whenever what? i could change back into the cost, my normal costumes i did like i don't know it just i did not it didn't click with me
0: i'm starting a cancel professor beach party on twitter oh no <laughs> i'm going to get you canceled now. no just no. because of this Bam. i'm going to start a cancel professor beach party oh this is this is but what oh, no. what is wrong I, I, with you how do you not love that it's like, i don't know it's, it's hilarious, and they make it even better in, in 11S because they stick Rab and especially Hendrick in these clown costumes. Now, now I love Hendrick in the clown costume. And they make them do these awkward dances, and it is hilarious. I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's one of the most heartbreaking parts of that game is that you don't get those clown costumes afterwards. <laughs> it's true.
1: I was 100% planning on keeping Hendrick in that clown costume for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah. Man, I you're just you're a huge disappointment to me right now, young man. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> like, Thanks. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you didn't like that part. That I it didn't. was your least favorite part of the whole game. Are you really kidding me? A,
1: of pretty much everything, like I did not enjoy it at all.
0: It's so fantastic. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. You are. Just, I don't know. My opinion of you as a person has been <laughs> has been. Like lowered forever. <laughs> that
1: that that is that that's fair. Yeah, huh. I, I understand, but yeah, I just I, I don't talk about it because I get this reaction from people because everybody seems to love it, but it's just one of those parts of the game that just felt so tedious. And I guess what was cathartic to you felt out of place for me. That through all of this, it's like I wanted to get back into the Silvando chivalry and I wanted to go save the world and. Instead I'm dancing and like it's I don't know, it just felt so blown out of proportion. And I don't I don't know, just didn't it's a two minute dance party, man.
0: I don't know, man.
1: Maybe I would have loved it in the original. Maybe it was that side story that went on way too long. I don't know. Just it just fell flat for me.
0: I don't know. I don't even know where to continue with this episode right now because I'm so disappointed. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> so so Silvando despite BJ's wrong opinions about the parade but Silvando still I mean he still managed to be your favorite character.
1: Yeah, he is great. Like he is undoubtedly wonderful. It's just that I feel like the uh, the writers and developers and whenever they the I guess the director not the developers they did a great job. The uh the writers and everything you just hit a hit a narrative place where it didn't didn't work for me.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, Silvando, like I said, he's my favorite character from the game. He's my favorite character in in the whole series and, you know, in video games in general. So, you know, there's not really anything I I have to complain about his character at all. Honestly, outside of just, you know, that's the extra stuff in 11S, I still, you know, feel like it's misplaced. But just in terms of character and everything else, I really don't have a lot to uh, to complain about. I guess for the last thing here in previous episodes, we always talk about the outfits. Mm -hmm. We would be doing a disservice to Silvando if we did not mention his outfits because he has some pretty good ones. He also has some awful ones. He has the worst outfit in the entire game. Which one is that? It's the one it looks like it's an all outfit of his parade outfit. It's like the it's like red white stripes with blue. It's like red white and blue. This like patriotic, gaudy looking like patriotic like peacock dancer outfit. Oh yeah,
1: that's not good. I'm looking at it, looking it up right now.
0: Okay, yeah, that's like my least favorite outfit in the whole game. Like just it looks so bad. There's an alt for it, I believe. That's like done with pink and white. Mm -hmm. It honestly isn't much better. It's not. It looks like he wears one on the 4th of July and the other one he wears on Easter.
1: <laughs> it's true. It is his Easter dress.
0: He's got several, uh, like all outfits with that. Right. Like there's a, there's a red one, um, that goes along with his like parade outfit that he has and stuff like that. Uh, but I do like some of his outfits. He's got like a turquoise one with white pants. I can't remember what it's called. Um, uh, there's like an, turner. the all- head
1: turner. Uh,
0: yeah. maybe. Yeah. The
1: head turner, uh, for that like that was my favorite one. I kept him in that the entire game. Huh. I don't know why, but when I when it when it popped on there and I got it, it was like that's what Silvando looks like to me. It was like not even not the jester. I tried going back to the jester and the parade outfit and everything and it was just like nope. I loved the dapper doublet and uh like natty cravat and uh, just kept that look the entire time.
0: Yeah. I think I kept him Maybe in that outfit, or possibly in the parade one, uh, on PS4. But 11s, he has my least favorite outfit in the game, but he also has arguably my favorite. Uh, and and this one is unique to the Switch one. It's called the Dawn, and it's the one I think I even mentioned it last week, where he has like he's got like this like fedora on with a feather uh. sticking out, and this like he looks kind of like this a pirate mixed with like a, this like cowboy bounty hunter type mm-hmm. book. And, and it's really cool. I really like that, that outfit a lot. You have to do, you have to do the side story that involves like Hendrick and him and these like golden giants that you have to take down and all of this stuff in the, it's in the post game, by the way,
1: um, I think I did that. I just don't think I'm looking it up right now as we're talking because I can't remember all of the things. I think I did that side quest, but I didn't go back and talk to the butler. Oh, I don't you, think I got this one. I don't ever think I went back and finished it.
0: Like you started it, you did some of the stuff, and you just didn't finish it. Yeah,
1: I don't think I ever finished it.
0: And that's the thing about the post-game is because so much of it doesn't show up in your actual quest log, it's like up to you to like finish it. And if you're yeah. away for too long, it is hard to know where you're supposed to go next if you take breaks and stuff too. But I really like the Dawn outfit. That's the one I kept Silvando in. Once I got it in the post-game, that's the one I kept him in. Uh, I think for like yeah the, the rest of the game I mean if I booted 11s up right now he'd still be in the dawn outfit
1: <laughs> yeah he, he's in his uh, turquoise uh dapper
0: dapper doublet like I loved it mm-hmm. All right so I think that about does it for our Silvando episode today thank you guys for hanging out with us helping us celebrate Silvando We will be back next week continuing our character spotlight for Dragon Quest 11. Next week we are talking all about Rab.
1: Our grandpa, we married.
0: Oh, wow. you're, uh, you're Rab. In, your Rab impression is actually much better than your Salvando impression.
1: It better be, because <laughs> the Salvando thing was one of the worst things I've that's ever come out of my mouth, and that is saying a lot.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so remember, you. Can, <laughs> I'm just gonna agree with you. So remember. <laughs> You can talk to us directly on Twitter at DragonQuest FM. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash DragonQuest FM. If you want to talk to me directly, you can find me on Twitter at DragonQuestin. And you can also check out my regular Dragon Quest blog. You can find that at DragonQuestAustin.com. And there is a new post up there this week continuing my playthrough of Dragon Quest 10.
1: And I'm on I was going to say I'm on PlayStation. I'm on Twitter as at Professor Beege. I guess I am on PlayStation as Professor Beege. Uh I am also on the geek to geek podcast every Wednesday. You can see that and even more content that we put up with video game reviews, uh, all sorts of content at geek 2 We also have a Discord and Slack server so that you can come hang out with us anytime you want. And talk about Dragon Quest, Animal Crossing, or whatever at discord.geektogeekmedia.com and slack.geektogeekmedia.com.
0: Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye, everybody.